Hey guys, welcome to the show. I hope you're having a great day. I am awake and I just sent a dragon uh, off into the world. So you should be excited about that for me. Um, and I just got water on me. I think it's from my own mouth. Um, but uh, Trey, can you give me that lovely, lovely, luscious beatbox, please? Hello, guys. How are you doing? I gotta try. That I'm only bigger when I cry. Teardrops rolling down my cheek. Sometimes I really want to speak to my people in the place. Yeah, I'm standing right here. You knew that I could be amazing, then I got a fear. Ooh, ooh, what am I doing? I never go. But I know sometimes I gotta think I know, and I'm out of control. I'm trying to rap. I'm sitting here looking crazy with all that in Colorado. Almost won a game, my friends. And don't forget about that weird Toy Story thing again that happened on the NFL. And sometimes I wonder how I'm so swell. Sometimes I rip and rhyme and then I do it. Did you understand what I stopped and then pursue it? Yes, sir. They could call me Scout the Psalm. Only if I'm writing little songs. Looking so cool. Now we gotta overcome you and your whole crew because they're not so cool. Oh, oh. What am I supposed to say? I'm only dope because I only run my different ways. And all of my pain, bright shiny in the day. But do you know what I'm going to do in any way? Hey, I'm trying to send this to you. But I messed your name up already. I messed up. And then what? Only if I can't rap. I got to react better when the facts ain't nothing but that's that. Oh, no. Now I'm looking so cool. Out of control. Like I got to be cool. Ooh, ooh. What am I to think? I'm so amazing when I'm on the brink. And everybody, how are you doing? Pursue me. Ah. Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you, flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows. Hello, guys. How's it going? I'm awake. Awake and alive. I'm alive. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I'm awake. Oh, or can I do this? Thank you for the. Thank you for the pizza. Oh my gosh! I'm awake now. I'm awake. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Jason is doing a bit where he's doing an AI bit of about TikTok because everybody's making money doing that for some reason. But anyway, that's our new our show is just going to be. No, it is not NPC situation. Let's go. What is everybody's headline of the week? (laughs) Uh, Jason, you want to go first? Sure. Okay. Um, or do you want me to go first? I'm. I am on coming up in uh, a few days. I'm going to pick up Sasquatch from the airport. Mm, I don't like that one at all. Actually, I know exactly what he's referencing. He. Mm. Okay. Cool. Uh, Ediber, we can have you go last because we allow our guests to have the spotlight when it comes to headlines of the week and everything about our show. So I will say that I was attacked by helium. <laughs> okay. Well, let me see if I can top that. I kill myself on TV again. No, what? 
Every time. Every time you think you got it. Oh, that's so good. I can't wait to hear this. Go ahead, Jason. Well, so um, excited, excited. Uh, I get to pick up Trey from the airport uh, here in a few days. We're going to Austin and we're going to get to wrap and have a good time. And you're not sad. I mean, dude. I'm not. It's, you, it's the Sasquatch quote, man. Imagine okay? if you were Sasquatch and imagine all the people that want to say hi to you. You'd be like famous, especially if you're like Sasquatch just chilling with a dope outfit on. I mean, I mean, you're like six foot tall, seven foot tall, just chilling. You'd be like famous, right? Is that how Sasquatch? I have to works? wear a blanket as a shirt. Yeah, you know, actually, I, I, yeah, uh, you know what? I've been called Sasquatch before. I apologize. That's hurtful. That's tough. I wasn't trying to. Oh no, they actually, I, I'm not. They actually it's printed funny. out. They actually printed out pictures of Harry the Hendersons and showed how much we looked alike. Oh and this was gosh. happening behind my back, and I had no idea. And then I was—it was at my new job at the time. Oh. And then I found one of the papers printed up that said Jason is a Sasquatch, and I was like, somebody spent time printing this out. And then I'm so a, wait. So you were never supposed to know? I wasn't supposed to know. I'm so sorry, man. And and you know because I'm a good man, I'm not gonna break somebody's neck, even though they probably should be broken. Uh. But uh, <laughs> I was just like, I forgive you, and I'm that was I just didn't even know, man. That That's that was brutal, even yeah. So, well, uh, my headline of the week is yes, I was attacked by helium, so uh, I want to double dip actually. Um, do it, I was attacked by helium, and I can buy myself. So, uh, first, um, I am sitting in my room. This is actually, it was either, it was yesterday. It was last night. And I'm looking at YouTube videos and all of a sudden I just hear like pop, 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 bang, 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 bang. I'm like, what is happening? And so I don't know if you see behind me, but I have a massive wall of pop vinyls here and you can't see over here, but I have more pop vinyls over here. And if you can't see, I have pop vinyls right here. So anyway, I'm thinking they are falling off the shelf and I'm like, what did I do? Is this a paranormal attack? Am I getting hit up by a ghost? What is happening? Because it's it's pretty loud. I'm like, because it was first, it was a couple, you know, little pop, pop, pops. And it was just like continuous. I look up and my girlfriend had gotten me a balloon that said, hey, baby, because it, we were celebrating one of our anniversaries. And um, it was a joke just because that's my nickname for her, um, our, our nickname for each other. I put it in my closet and it literally the, the helium had released enough to where it got out of the closet because it was there sitting. So it wouldn't go anywhere else. And it is popping off on my ceiling fan. And I was freaking out for a second. Cause I'm like, I thought somebody was popping shots. I was like, what is going on? I thought my pop vinyls were falling off. It was actually funny to look back at it now, but in the moment I'm like, what is happening? Um, but that That's was hilarious. hilarious. And speaking <laughs> of pop vinyls, Yes, I can now buy myself for $30. You can create your own custom pop vinyls on Funko.com. And it is the coolest thing ever because it can look exactly like you. Skin tone, facial, like uh, if you have any facial hair, if your your hair color, your like the the. The clothing line isn't the greatest, but you can make yourself look like a Dapper Dan. You can have like a lightsaber in your hand. Or if you're a Harry Potter fan, you can have a wand. You can have a pet cat, a pet dog next to you. Super, super cool. And boom, that those are my headlines of the week. 
I love that. I might even try that for a gift. That could be a really cool gift idea, too. It's so I, cool and so I, worth it. I saw you diver on the web right now, like ordering one. I thought that was kind of crazy and disrespectful <laughs> since we're uh, talking. She's to probably looking it up as we. Well, speak. she's like, I already have three pop vinyls from all my yeah, characters I played. Because obviously. I'm that narcissistic that I need to have one of, you know, one of. I would totally do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna ask to keep it. I'm definitely gonna ask that question. Who do you think has the most pop vinyls? Like, who do you think there's one like character actor that has the most like? Oh, like probably like Samuel L. Jackson probably has a bunch, and uh, I wonder who who has enough characters to have like ten pop vinyls. Um, would, so I mean, Star Wars has plethora and clone troopers. No, but I'm talking about separate characters. Trooper. I'm not talking about separate like of the same same character. I'm talking about uh, like a master each, with a bunch of yeah, characters. different characters. Oh, Johnny Depp. Yeah, it's Johnny Depp would be a good one. Yeah. Because he has, he has all those. I any parts of the Caribbean Funko Pops. Oh, I imagine they do. Oh yeah, because it was after Pop Funko Pops were after, really that. So, anyways, all right, Diver, what do you got for us? Okay, so I kill myself on TV again. So I, yeah, I found out that an episode that I did for a TV show that I was in, I was on. I want to say 2018 and 2019. Um, aired in Spain again, and one of my cousins sent me a text and say, "I just saw you committing suicide again." And I'm like, "Oh, <laughs> didn't know that that episode was playing again." But yeah, it was it was an episode called um, La Santa Muerte. So it was from the it's the spinoff of Criminal Minds that lasted like one or two seasons. It was Criminal Minds Beyond Borders. Mm-hmm. And the episode that I was in was when they went to Mexico to solve this, um, this murder. And there were two sisters who were like following a Santa Muerte ritual. And yeah, so I actually I watched like, this episode. Well, I'm one of them. I'm the one who... I- my wife, my wife would. Uh, she's at McDonald's right now, but if she's back in time, I'll make sure she. She's a giant Criminal Minds fan, so we definitely had to watch every episode of that one and of all of the ones. So it's always. I am. Yeah. I'm like I don't need to watch murder things. Like I don't need murder things in my life. Um, but she's all. I'll, I'll tell her like you can watch your shows, but not while I'm about to go to sleep because I'll have very lucid dreams about murdering people, and I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want or that being murdered. Life. Or be no. Normally, I'm doing the. <laughs> oh, I hear you, but you know, some yeah. people have. I mean, I have some fascination with crime podcasts that okay. I would yeah. listen to while I'm on a like I'm going for a run, and I would listen to that, and then I'm like checking behind me, and I'm like, why do I do this to myself? What am I? <laughs> why am I listening to this stuff while I'm by myself? Yeah, like, yeah. while you're running, it. that's a sheriff. Like, you know how many podcasts actually talk about a lady that went jogging or 2020. <laughs> Oh man, that's I a hear terrible thing. All to hear. the scary stories, and they're just regular everyday stuff like that. And they're also paranormal. But yeah, most of the time it's it's somebody running up behind you. And I'm like, first off, if I'm if I'm on a jog, it's music. It's definitely not a horror podcast because <laughs> hello. I know it's weird. I don't know why I do it, but yeah, I do it. It's like my guilty pleasure, I would say. Cool. <laughs> first off. Super cool that we have an actor on our uh, show today. I did not know what well, we're going to get into your backstory here in a second, but that is super, super cool. Um, I don't know. I, I, I've not 
really met somebody from a i don't think i've met anybody from a tv show yet oh but uh that's super super cool well we'll talk about that but first trey it's time first it is time and i hope you guys are both ready because it's time for a quiz that's right this is dj sound effects quiz and today's quiz is something a little buck wild and silly um, this is a quiz about crazy and weird movie titles that may or may not exist. That is up for you guys to decide. Hopefully you'll get it right. Um, and I know, Idaiber, you have not uh, been on the show yet, but this is kind of like our staple of the show before we start things off is you go up against Jason. And honestly, it's anyone's I'm very, game. I'm very amazing at this quiz. I've won um, a, lot, a lot of times. A lot. Zero times. Uh, oh, so he's never won. Um, that makes actually, me <laughs> I've never won this quiz either. So not this quiz, just our quiz portion. Any quiz. Any quiz. Uh, I've lost this is episode like 210 or something. And uh yes. I've never won an episode. My name is not Olaf Slayer, Jason. I didn't type that. Oh well, it's not. <laughs> it's not Olaf Slayer. That makes the quiz that makes his comment in the uh Thing even funnier. Look at it. Look at this comment. I'll get you guys Olaf Slayer Funko Pops with the NFTs I have. Oh, <laughs> phenomenal. Uh, anyway, so let's get right it. into it so we can talk to Miss Diber about her amazing ventures in the world of acting. Um, so great. I forgot that Olaf Slayer was on last week when I made the thing. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, while you're editing that and playing the quiz at the same time, um, this is a quiz that you guys are both pitted up against each other. You will get to answer any and all questions that I say. It just depends on who goes first, who gets first shot at the question. Um, this is a true or false question. And then there is a surprise question at the end. Um, but don't worry. Uh, this is in your favor, Missy Diver. Um, so first off, let's get it ready and uh, going. Number one, um, is this a real movie title? Who's your caddy? True or false? True. Okay. Jason. It is definitely true. Okay, phenomenal. That is true. You guys are both one and one right now. Um, awesome. This is going smooth, smooth, very, very smooth. Jason, you're up as you're editing. You're um, not going to win this. Uh, you, if you hope that I'm not going to get these right, you're going to be in trouble. But keep oh, going. We'll find. We'll find out. Right. Things do some stuff. True Ooh. or false, Jason? That's false. You sure about that? Uh huh. Okay. E diver. Things do false. some stuff. True or false? Okay, phenomenal. It's both. It is false. You guys are both uh, correct right now. Uh, you guys are both neck and neck. Uh, number three uh, is goes to Diver. The incredibly strange creatures who stopped living and became mixed up zombies. True or false? False. Okay, Jason. False. It's true. That is a real movie title. Uh, you guys are both wrong, but that's okay because it's really weird how you guys are both equal. Uh, in points right now. Um, Jason, Leslie, my name is evil. True or false? No, your name is DJ Sound Effects. I fixed nope. it. Nope. Nope. I fixed okay. it. Okay. Oh, that's your answer? Oh, wait, what? Huh? Oh, that's your answer? Oh, okay. Okay. A diver? Leslie, my name is evil. True or false? True. Correct. That's true. Jason, I don't know why you did the whole like side tangent thing. I thought like, it was funny because I put up your name. Thanks for fixing it, uh, Jason. You're welcome. Uh, I love you. 
Okay, I love you too, man. Uh, and we're flying. I was right talking about Jaime, who just got in the comments, not you. Oh wow. Okay, cool. Uh, Olaf says Jay was brutal with this last week's quiz. I feel like it was rigged. Yeah, this is how I feel every week. Olaf, <laughs> this is how I feel every week. Um, and hi, right. Jaime. Uh, he said, "Hey, hey, rigged. What's rigged? Uh, cool, cool. Uh, Idaibar. Uh huh." Shark skin man and peach hip girl. Is that oh, true or Lord false? Jesus. True. Okay. False. Jason. False. It is true. That is a real movie Wait, title. <laughs> yes. You should look it up. I'm not looking it up, but feel free. It's not real time. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, now I'm like, I was going to make a joke there, but then I'm not sure if it's a bad shark. A bad shark film. skin man and peach hip girl is a, is a real thing. I hope it's not anything terrible. You know, this yeah. is. I do not condone any of these movie titles or what they may or may not stand for. <laughs> uh, as long as the guest wins, I'm pleased. Jaime is popping in. Um, well, we'll see. I mean, it's anyone's game. Not really. But uh, so this is for the coup de gras, the mansion, the yacht. This is the final question. Are you both ready? Yes. Yes. I hope so. Jason, mm-hmm. what is my favorite movie? Wrong answers only. If it helps, make me laugh. Oh, no, I'm working on it. Oh, that's a good one. Um, I mean, there's the easy one, Barbie. Okay. That's, but I, I, I don't have... I was trying to think of something good. Oh, sorry. Your favorite movie of all time is The Notebook, of course. You cry okay. every time. Every time. <laughs> okay. Every time. Oh, actually, last year when we were at ACL, he saw Ryan Gosling and just started crying. And I was like, I, he wasn't there. That's crazy. If he was, he was nowhere to be seen. But no, what? I know what the favorite movie is. And he's actually okay. Let's hear it. Girls. You know what? I'm giving it to you. Congratulations. That's amazing. <laughs> so you win the quiz just for that alone because it's not my favorite movie. Um, oh, but well, see, get it. What's my favorite movie? Wrong answers. So I've seen it a couple times, and it's kind of like a staple, and it's actually hilarious. What movie? Um, mean mean Girl? Girls. That's a good movie. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty good. I watched that when I was in middle school. I think you uh, don't have to time. show the comment, but you should read Trey uh, Jaime's last comment. Trey. Ooh, nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says, "Hola, diver." Hola. Uh, he says, he said, you say it again. No, I was just, I'm like, who is that? I don't know, but hola to you. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's actually oh. Jaime. Uh, oh, you'll find out about him. Yeah, you'll find seconds. out here in a second. And this is a little bit of an edited video uh, picture, but um, you win our Jaime NFT. Congratulations. <laughs> and so that is, it's not, it is him, but it's not him. It's a little like, what what happened with that again? Uh, it was like uh, he was like at an RV park, and then I color I comicized it, and then I did other stuff. So what it is? It's just a jacket, but because of the angle of the jacket, it makes him look like he's like <laughs> job of the hut up in this big mountain mountain sized yeah, mountain man. And uh, so, but no, uh, Jaime is a good friend of ours. He's also has another podcast that he does. There's a few. Um, I will actually. not be plugging it. Um, he but will. Uh, he he will more than likely. 
uh but yeah so you get the nft it is not worth anything uh so but maybe one day it will be i think um, that's what uh olaf slayer was saying he's gonna use his nft money to buy us the funko pops from phenomenal but you did win the quiz and uh we are over with this section right now but jason why is miss idiber orozco is that did i pronounce that right yeah, why is she on our show today well when i asked her to be on the show which took forever i had to go through like at least seven people because she has an insane legal team. It's just, it's insane. Wow. You see, I had to go through the manager, the pre-manager, the manager's agent, the the agent's manager, and then the agent's manager's mom. So it was insane, but I'm glad that I made it happen. And when I asked her what could you do for the show, she said, uplift your per- one person a day and watch the ripples. Why, Ediber, do we need to do that for a better year? This is something I really stand by, I think, my entire life. You know, I've been doing this since I was young without even knowing I was doing this. You know, I just have this tendency, natural tendency to reach out to someone every single day. And usually it's about, you know, I would say one to three people a day, sometimes five. And I just ask, how are you? But I mean it, like, how are you doing? And often I offer support. Uh, what are you stuck with? What is going on? What can I help you with? How can I support you? What are you working on? What are you excited about? You know, I, I try to ask meaningful questions and I notice how then my relationships have become a lot more meaningful. My, my circle is nurtured and I try to make every relationship intentional. Like I want people in my life who are meant to be part of my life. And those who prefer to stay at a superficial level with a, I'm okay, everything's perfect, you know, I'm not really invested. And it's not like I don't want to be their friends or anything, but I kind of like take a step back and Mm. just know that that's not the relationship that I need in my life right now. So I want to be surrounded by people who are like-minded and who, or if they're not like minded, at least that they challenge me in one way or another. And yeah, it matters to me that every single person that I that I have contact with, we are there to uplift each other, and it just makes everything better, you know. That's amazing. I I think that's the most important. It's like it's, it's funny because I always think about like those days that I'm having the worst days. Um, and the days where, especially I'm a stay-at-home parent, so I'm at home, my daughter's running around without her diaper, throwing poop at me, and, you know, all those things are happening. And um, then I realized the only way I can make my day better is if I just think about somebody else. And, uh, but there's somebody, it's so hard to get yeah, like yourself out of that moment when you're in that loop of just feeling frustrated and mad. Oh, like, this is how my life turned out, you know, <laughs> and then just, you know, we're getting blamed for my daughter's poop. That was fun today. Um, and, um, but it's, uh, it's funny how it goes. It's like one of my favorite TV shows, Ted Lasso. He, uh, he says this in a, he says, I'm not going to spoil it because it's awesome. But there's a spot where he goes, uh, because of the decisions, the things that happened in my life, I make sure not one person passes me without me knowing what's going on and how they're doing, because I want to know at all points, um, that everybody around me is okay. Wow. And, uh, you know, and it's and it's even a deeper meaning. If you watch the show, you know exactly why I'm saying. Hence, the reason I'm trying not to cry. And um, it's just a cool thing. And but I think it's funny because I feel like I'm probably that way too because of um, my family, because of not having a dad, or one of those situations is 
or not having a dad around. I have lots of dads. Um, but uh, it's just interesting the way that uh, I am, I'm right wired that way too. But I do think it's an awesome perspective to have. And uh, yeah, that's amazing. So Jaime's coming in saying, he says, typical Latinos, that's how we roll. He says, Andale. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, there's something so beautiful about what you said of putting your attention in somebody else, you know, like, like making yourself of service for someone else. And I always say it, you know, it doesn't have to be financially, you know, there's so many easy, simple ways to be present for someone else. And now with social media, it's even easier to stay connected, you know, and if we use social media in a way that is purposeful and that it has a meaning behind it, instead of just mindless, just scrolling, then we are making a difference. You know, I, I make a very intentional practice. What I what I post on my on my social media, especially on Instagram, which is what I use the most, everything is very intentional. I don't just post for the sake of posting, you know. So I'm either uplifting, educating, inspiring, sharing from a place of vulnerability, you know, because I think that's a part of that is important too. You know, if we if we are walking around with an armor constantly and that's how we're showing up on where we are at on social media, then people can perceive that. So it's been really difficult for me to take that armor off and being like, this is what it is. You know, I'm scared, I'm nervous, but I'm still doing it. And we're walking on this path together. And if I can support you in any way, let me know. And right now what I need support from you is this, you know, and, and just show me love, just send me your prayers. Just, you know, so I, I try to walk my life as authentically as I can. And, and I hope it shows. That's awesome. Um, and that, that's just a cool uh, way to think about life. And I think it's a, no matter where you are, where you're stepping, what, what you're going through. Um, to be in that place. So that's amazing. So tell us what you do and what, 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 you know, what's going on. <laughs> that's a good yes, way to start yes. that. Huh? You know, I've done a lot of things in my life. Like if you look at the amount of titles and careers I have had, it's like so many different iterations. It seems like it's a different person. You know, I worked in finance. I worked in uh, hospitality. I've been a server, a manager, a catering director, event planner, you name it. I've been in a lot of different industries and even, even a Zumba instructor for a hot second. And yeah. uh, when, it, when that was a thing, yeah. <laughs> when it was a thing, they're still, yeah, they're still there. Oh, yeah, um, I know. But you know, the one thing that my soul tells me constantly, I have tried to run away from it, but it just, nope, it's there. It's performing. You know, um, and I right there with you. <laughs> I didn't have a role model growing up. You know, this was just genuinely just a whisper, a voice, a, a feeling. It's so hard to explain. It's when your soul is calling you to do something. And I don't know if this is coming from a past life or where it's coming from, but it's definitely something that I just have to do. And you know, I've been so I've been an actor, a professional actor, I would say for at least a decade. You know, I started later in life because I was doing other things and I done theater and things like that in the past, but professionally pursuing a career and moving to Los Angeles, that was almost 10 years ago. Wow. And while I while I was in New York, uh, which I was there for seven years, I did theater, film and voiceover and commercial work. 
but I never did TV. You know, I didn't even audition for TV. I didn't have access to those opportunities. So when I moved to LA and realized that this is a business and you got to treat it like a business, then, you know, I got to have, have a team, not as large as the one you described. <laughs> That was definitely a joke. It was not that it was not that difficult to get in touch with her. Yeah, but I you know I do have an agent. I do have a commercial agent who is also my theatrical agent. I have a voiceover agent and I have a manager team. So I need that. I need that because they are the ones who get me the opportunity. Too. Yeah. So, so it takes a team, you know, it takes a team effort and, and, but they do 10% of the work. I have to do 90, right? I still have to put in the work. I still have to take the classes. I still have to show up. I still have to have a decent set in my house so I can record auditions, you know, things like that. So I work as an actor, mostly commercial and voiceover work, um, because now we're on the strike. So there's no TV and film work at the moment, except for those who have gotten, you know, special waivers to do that during the strike. Yeah. And um, and I'm also a coach. You know, I became a sole purpose coach. We'll talk about the coaching in a second. Let's, let's okay. focus on yeah. that. So those are the things I, do. Well, <laughs> I left you with an open-ended question. So, uh, but uh, we'll talk about that in a second. How did you get in? Like, so you told me, like, how how much how much does that take to go? I'm going to move across the country for a chance. How does I, I, like that? That freaks me out. Like, like I've always been in Texas and I've been lucky where the people, the people that wanted me came to me. I didn't have to go nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I was able to do music here. I was able to do the things I like here. Um, having to move somewhere to pursue my dream. It's scary. I mean, I, I moved to San Antonio to pursue a girl. And I didn't get her, but it was the, one of the best decisions I ever made. I've, I've been more successful in San Antonio than I ever was in Austin. Um, mm. But that was, that's a two hour drive. Okay. So it's not an entire travel across the country. How, how does that weigh on you? And, and, and uh, like when you first moved to LA, like, are you like, Oh, I'm so glad I did it. Or are you like, no. Yeah. Well, you know, you have to also take into consideration that I moved from Venezuela first. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. from, from Venezuela, I lived in Florida for several years. And it was in Florida where I made the decision to become an actor. So my first big yeah. move was to New York City. Which, which is a lot closer than, New, yeah. than, than, than L.A. But New York, you know, New York is the toughest place I ever lived, you know. Wow. And love new york and i love the energy of new york and I, I i wish i could go back and forth more often so it was a scary decision you know and it's not a decision that i took lightly but i was so supported i was so supported and i noticed that when you make a decision that seems that big somehow things start panning out in ways that is showing you how is it going you don't know the how you just know what you want. You know why you want it, but you don't know the how. I and mean, it is not your job to know the how. You know, the, it's it's you making the decision of this is what I want. We'll see how am I going to get there, and we'll we'll see what happens. So I am so grateful that I did it the way I did it because New York gave me grit and hustle and friendships and and just a passion for theater and for art. So by the time that I got to LA, I was, I feel good. I feel good. But it did feel like I was starting over because my agent literally say, yeah, I know you've done a lot of theater, but yeah, just got, you can get rid of those on your resume. And I'm like, but I was at the Atlantic theater. He's like, it, I don't care. Nobody cares. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Jeez. 
Yeah, that's right. And so it was a reality check, you know, and then going and, and mind you also, you know, in New York City, there's a big diversity. Even within the Hispanic market, mm-hmm. most Hispanics are like Puerto Rican, Dominican. There's a lot of Venezuelans there now, but not that we're not when I was there. So a lot of Caribbean influence. And then there's some Mexicans, some Spaniards, even Argentinians, you know, so there's a big variety. And you move to LA and the majority of the Hispanic representation is from Mexico. Mm. So there is an expectation. There is an expectation on the accent, on the accent in Spanish. There is an expectation on the look. And at first I was like, ooh, where do I fit in this market? It was, you know, it, it took me a little bit and it caught me off guard because when in New York, I felt special about having a neutral accent in Spanish over here. Everybody's like, we all speak like that. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. So, so it, it was, it was a rough awakening, you know, like, okay, I, I have to do the work. And my headshots that I had in New York were like, they didn't work here. You know, it was, it was like starting over, like, and mm. learning about the business here was just like very clear, very focused, very mm, like, you have to meet that standard. And if you don't meet that standard, then no, you can't compete. So the competition, it's not like it's not hard in New York, but the competition here felt just at another level. Yeah. Wow. And, and I imagine, uh, and, and again, I don't know. So please, please uh, school me if I say something stupid here. Um, but I imagine that it's just crazy. Like, it's like, uh, like Hollywood in general is very young. And so it's like, uh, I imagine, I mean, I always laugh at when, especially it's changed a lot lately, but I remember back in the day, it was like, you had two choices. You either got to be the star or, or the star's friend, or you got to be their mom. <laughs> that was your, that was your choices in age. Um, and it was like, poor, some lady that was like 29 was playing somebody's mom because that was just, because she looked older than the the 15 year old that just playing the lead. Um this, you know, I've been playing mom since I was in my 20s and I'm in my 40s now. So yeah. I'm starting to get those older moms. And sure. I even have gotten a couple of grandma auditions. Okay. Wow. wow. And that Surely is Surely not. I, I could, based on my age. Money's I money. Could, you know. Yeah. Money's money. Um, you know, there was the first grandmother audition I got, I was so upset. I was emotionally upset. I was like, this is unfair. I think I was probably, I want to say I was probably around 42. I I didn't want to go. I told my agents, I'm like, I'm sorry, but this is ridiculous. I am not going to go to this, you know? And they're like, could you please just humor us and go? And I'm like, okay. So I get there rolling my eyes and I tell the casting director, I'm like, Listen, I think this is a mistake um, because I am obviously not a grandmother. And she's like, yeah, you know, let's have you audition for the mom. And I went and auditioned for the mom and I got the part. And I got the part. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> and my agent was like, see, that's why you cannot turn down opportunities because you don't know what's going to come from it. So it's like, mm-hmm. just go with your open mind and allow it to be what it's going to But It was a very, it was a very challenging decision for me because my ego was hurt. I, yeah. I went to another audition when another woman who has played my mom before was laughing because she's like, huh, 
I guess we're now in the same category. And I say, I guess we're not. Uh, and, you know, and 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 there yeah. was this thing of like, oh, we're now at, around the same age. I'm like, we're not, but it hurts, you know. Mm -hmm. And and I'm not gonna BS you. It still sucks to oh, yeah. to be to be chosen or not chosen based on the way you look. Because I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't feel like a grandmother, you know. You don't look and like I, your grandma. Um, thank yeah, you. that's but that's but, how it works. Well, it doesn't help with me. Like I'm in my early forties, but I have this gray goatee at this point in my life and I'm just stuck with it. it and I, it's like, since we do the show, I just can't, I can't go and die everything. <laughs> but I just did it and be like, wait a second. You don't have a luscious brown beard like Trey. <laughs> but uh, you have a very youthful face. So there's something <laughs> very youthful about it. It's also your energy feels very yeah. young. Yeah. I appreciate that. But I, but I know, I said, I know friends that are, and then it doesn't help that these guys like Harrison Ford and stuff are like 80 doing the shows, doing the movies. And then they get their, their lead lady beside them is like supposedly their age. And they're like 40 year old girls. Yes. Yes. And they're, oh, not, even, they're not even 40, you know, and yeah. like you said, things are improving a little bit, but I think they're sure. improving more in terms of race and in 10, in terms of gender. And in terms of sexual orientation, sure. Age, I don't Still see there. it. Yeah. You know, there is a standard of beauty and there is an expectation, and it puts a lot of pressure on us, you know. Um, and again, it stinks because women, uh, women have to be hit by age, but men aren't, right? Like, so mm -hmm. like The Rock or all these dudes are in their 50s, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And they're like they're still being treated, they still get to play 35-year-olds in movies. Yeah. And it's like, come on, dude. 30, 30 year old girl, you know. So yeah, so it is it is it is challenging, it sucks, and I have no I, I cannot tell you, oh yeah, I just embrace my age and I got it's, it's bullshit, you know. I'm I'm still I'm still like I wanna play bad, I'm strong, I can kick some ass, and they're like, No, lady, you're you could you're just the mom, and I'm like, okay, fine, you know. Um it is what it is, you know. So I think that's why sometimes I get so eager to create my own things because yeah. I'm like, then I can do whatever I want and I can play whatever I want and nobody's gonna tell me. So that's that's the way out, you know. But I think that there's been people that have done that where they just created their own thing or their own even genre. Like what what was it back in the in the like two uh, thousands? Uh, what is her name? Oh, she did the. Uh, Oh man, I forget her name now. Julia, nope, not Julia Roberts. Um, the red haired lady. Um, I forget her name now. Across, she did the one years, she did a movie where she was like in her 40s and she like went to Europe and then married, uh, then started the, oh, I don't know. All right, well, anyways, but anyways, if you start, you can put yourself in a place where you can create things where they are in your age range. Um, but it's interesting how it works. Um, but it's a bummer. It's yeah, I was watching um Encanto, um, but the live Encanto. Encanto, I can't say it. I'm, uh but I, I I my daughter loves that show and I love that show. Uh but you know, they had the uh they had the Hollywood Bowl performance, and so you get to see all the actresses that play all the females in the movie. And I was appreciative that they were like, you know, the they had older ladies playing the sister, the the moms and and it was like they were super talented people, and it was just awesome to see that. Like it's like, 
Yeah. yeah. Like That's what I love I mean, about voiceover, you know, there's something about voiceover that it could be ageless, you know, it, it really depends on, on the capability of your voice. You know, I just auditioned this morning for something that was 25 to 30 and I was like, yeah, I can play that. You know, I can just make my voice really young and it's easier for me actually to make my voice younger than older. So most of the spots I book, and I do mostly commercial voiceover work, uh, my voice is usually in the 30s, 20s to 30s range, more than 40s. My, my voice hasn't aged yet with my sure. actual biological age. So that, that's a good thing. I, that's what I love about voiceovers. And then you can just do it without having to worry about how's your hair, your makeup, nothing. You just, you just get to be creative and nobody has to ever see you. Well, that's like Speaking you're... That's like your favorite uh, anime uh, voiceover or cartoon lady. She's like in her forties, right? Tara, uh, the Raven. Tara Strong. Tara Strong. Like she, right. she's more car. I mean, she's solely like oh yeah, cartoon, cartoon network. Yeah. But yeah, she's, but she's probably fifty by now. And she's kids. She's done so many children, and she's amazing. Anyways, she's done like younger guys like uh, Timmy mm -hmm. Turner and and. Uh, Oh my gosh. Uh or, Ben 10. How old is the lady that plays uh Luffy uh with the Chinese uh, oh, with, the, very, with the Japanese? I mean, so there's a 60. There's a lady like in do you know much about anime? No, I don't. So there's a there's a show uh called One Piece and there's this it's gone on for how many years, Trey? Countless. It's it's <laughs> been since the 90s and it's a a TV show that's been on early 2000s. Oh, and it's been on since then. And she's been the voice of this teenage boy for 25 years. We'll wow. Say. And, um, a and, good uh, and a good oh, health, health uh, medical insurance. Well, it's <laughs> the same, same thing with Goku. I mean, it's the same situation. Yeah. It's, it's a 60 plus year old uh, Japanese woman that is, is playing a 20 to 30 year old guy. That is really, I mean, anyway, yeah. but. No, speaking of voiceovers, speaking of voiceovers, uh, what has been some of your favorite roles that you've played so far? Or things that you've done? Because you said yeah. you've done a lot of commercials. Yeah, yeah. You know, my favorite job ever was I that had... That you can actually talk about, I guess. Yeah. I, have... <laughs> I, think, I, I think I can, actually. Yeah. Well, if not, you know. <laughs> Nobody's um, watching her. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and if, it, if they do find out, we've done a great job and we all have reaped the benefits of this conversation. So don't stress about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I, I did an episode in the show Hacks. Um, you know, that in HBO show Hacks, is, it was recently, it was it's with Gene Smart. And it's based on an I think I've heard of it. comedian in Las okay. Vegas who plays that. Okay. She's amazing. And and it's it's a funny show and it does have a lot of hearts as well. And I it was technically my first comedy role. And I never saw myself as a, as a comedy actress. And people, my friends kept telling me, like, you're so good for comedy. You just have the timing. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. And they're like, no, you just get it. You're just, I'm like, okay, fine. And I auditioned for this role. You know, there is something about me that could be very sarcastic when I turn it on. Sure. And, I, and I showed oh, up God. and I was terrified. I was like, I don't belong here. Why am I here? This was a fluke. 
Um, I was in the trailer almost in tears and I'm like, I, I can't do this. I, I was about wow. to pass out out of the nerves that I had. And then I reached out to my coach and I was like, I just need some, you know, just help me. And she's like, Diver, you earned this. You have been working so hard for these. You earn it. You belong there. And, you know, she just did what I usually do with people. She's just like, come on, you know, put your big girl's pants and you got this, you know, they're going to love you. And, and, and I tried, you know, and I showed up and I went there and I deliver my line and, and Dean Smart looks at me and she's like, I like this girl. And I'm like, oh, she likes me. Okay. I got some approval, you know, and then from there, can I allow myself to have more freedom? And also, you know, the executive producer, the producers and the director, they made me feel so welcome that, it changed the, the, the environment, you know, when somebody says and they sees you as equal and say, welcome, we love your audition. This thing that you did, do it again. Do it again in the, when, when, we, when we rehearse. And I'm like, okay, great. And I did what they, what they asked me to do. And then they added another line that, we had, that I had not auditioned with. And I could hear them laughing like in the back. And I was like, okay, that's good. And I allowed myself to play. You know, and I was like, okay, let's do it this way. And that, and I felt like a professional. I was like, I'm going to bring my own spin on this. And I loved it. I, I left that set with so much gratitude for the way that they allowed me to be one of them for just welcoming my, you know, this is during the pandemic when we're shooting, you know, everybody's wearing not even only masks or like shields. We were hats, wearing. Yeah. Right in everything and there were so many rules and you can do this and you can hang out there you know and even then they made it so warm for me that I was in cloud nine for weeks and then when the show aired I started getting people from that I haven't spoken with in decades people from my previous life in Florida you know people from Venezuela and they're like and and it's a very short scene. Don't think that I'm I'm not, you know, the principal or anything like that. But even then, people took the time to tell me how much they enjoyed it, how funny I was, or and it just meant the world to me. And I think it changed me in the way that it it now I have more confidence and I'm like, yeah, of course I belong there. And you know, like mm. a, week later, a week later I booked another show, another comedy. And I was like, okay. Okay, yes, I could totally do this, you know, and, and, you know, and, and I haven't, I haven't worked as often as I wish, you know, and like I said, I, I, every time I'm, I'm on set, for me, it's a gift. So every single one, I'm not going to lie to you, every single commercial, doesn't matter what kind of job it is, it could be a short film, every single job that I go, there's so much joy that I bring, because I love it so much and I, I, I feel it. So all I want to do is like hug everyone who allows me to give them a hug. And I'm just like, I am so freaking happy to be here. And I think people can sense that. So every job is my favorite job, but that job changed me. So that's why it's so special for me. Ooh. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Amazing. And that's very like rare to hear that you felt welcome in an environment that can be very toxic and very unwelcoming in showbiz in general. Um, so that's super uh, encouraging to hear that a job that you felt like you were out of place, it you were not welcome, it was turned out to be the total opposite. Um, that is super cool. Uh, yeah. Where, I guess, if, if somebody was to become or tr hey. is trying to become a voice hey. actor, um, hey. 
and and I've asked this question so many times on the show, and I I don't know if I'm just busy or am I not, I'm not making time. You're not making um, the decision to jump is what you're doing, and I we both know this. Oh yeah, he doesn't have a team; he just has me uh, trying to do all the bookings I can for him, which is not a lot. But anyway. to be honest, I, I'm terrified. But what would you? What would be some of your first steps? Because obviously, I mean, getting a demo would be one. But what was yes it for you? No. Yes and no. You know, I think I went with that same perception like, oh, I'm going to create a demo reel. And I did. And it sucked. And it got me zero jobs. The one thing that it got me was auditions, you know. So the key is to start getting auditions. So maybe it's not necessarily a super curated professional demo because there is an art into every modality of voiceover. You know, voiceover, like I said, in my case, I work mostly commercial, but but voiceover also has promos, which is the people that do like, oh, tonight in Oxygen, this is what we're showing today. You know, then tonight you have- on Oxygen. Yeah, then you have the people who do trailers for films or shows. Then you have the people who do animation, which is probably the hardest, want to get in you know uh of course then you have people who do video games which is different than animation you know because it's more real actually it's more grounded the video games and it's also very hard work for your for your voice you know mm. um, there's a lot of shouting and there's a lot of uh you know um so there's that <laughs> yeah, there's not, not very many video games they're not, there's not a video to like, hey, how's your day going? Is it going well? I'm give you yeah. a hug right now. Animal Crossing, exactly. but that's all. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even use voices. It's just that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, and then, so there's all these modalities and it's almost like niching pretty much with everything that you do is like figuring out what is the one that you think you have the easiest way in. Because I think mm. once you're in, then it's easier to diversify and then kind of create your basic example voice sample um not a full demo but based on that like okay you want to do animation then have a clip of you playing three different characters that are contrasting because the tendency is that then they all sound the same when we don't have right. the training then my, my like i said my first demo everything sounded the same like there was no yeah it was it was a decent voice but it couldn't do anything you know so so that's that there's that and then once you have that then start looking for agents start looking for voiceover agents start with non-union work you know and 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 get those two three hundred dollar gigs you know that will allow you to have the practice to start putting your real demo together so every time i do a job then i update my voiceover demo and it gets better and it gets better. And I just did a job recently that I'm like, ooh, I can't wait to get footage for that, the, the, the voice for that, because that's very different than what I've done in the past. And, right. and that's what you do. You build, you, again, nurture relationships, you know, so start looking for those voiceover people maybe in your area who can mentor you or that you can listen to. You know, I when I'm in, in my car, I'm, so I'm listening to commercials, you know, and I'm like, 
Okay. And I, re I repeat, I repeat what they say. I do the same. And I'm like, I do it all the time. I make fun of it, you know, and I'm like, oh, I, don't, I wouldn't have said it that way. But hey, they booked the job, not me, you know. Um, so but it, it's it's practice, you know, and it's a constant, constant practice when you're watching. Even when I'm watching a film, sometimes it's like I come out of the film because I'm analyzing and I'm like, oh, I notice how they what they did here with their with their voice, the breaks, the the breathing, the sounds seems like you're really good with sounds. So that's something particular that you can bring into your auditions. You know, especially if you're doing animation, you don't want to just do a read of what's in the page. You want to add those little nuances to it. You know, that's going to make it very unique and very you. So there's definitely room for everyone at any age, but it's just a matter of taking the first steps and see what it leads you. You know, it's, you know, every, I, I talked about this today with somebody, every time you make an effort to create something is going to translate into something else. You don't know what that is, but it will translate. So it's just a matter of taking the step. Also, when you do, and I, again, I posted about this in social media a couple of days ago, when you take the action, you're telling the universe that you are actually interested and it's almost like the universe is like start showing you other avenues and other opportunities for you to express that creativity. So take action. That that would be my biggest advice. Take action. Don't just even if it's baby steps, you know, start somewhere. Yeah. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. Uh, because I've I think I, I tried very hard in the past with my horror uh channel, uh, which is I just do horror narrations from real and fake stories. Um but uh, it just never took off. And I honestly got burned out because I had to do a lot of the editing. Mm. I had to do I had to do everything myself. I did everything myself. I posted it. I did the whole videos and everything. And it's, it's just, you know, these these narrators are not they're not making enough. And they're mm. sure it's a cool side gig, but they have editors now. And all they do is record their voice. So, um, yeah, no, I think taking action and just doing something and trying to figure something out would is better than doing nothing. Yeah. So thank you. I appreciate that. And you already have a few little things to use for a demo. I mean, you did the you did the the one the pod the I forget what it's called the now. thing the pod the, the thing the I did. Happening. You have our podcast with lots of voice randomness. I mean, um, sure. You have a few things you can scan, but yeah, with her, you just need to try. And I mean, again, a good example is this weekend and next weekend. I mean, you know me, I just randomly bump in and randomly. Yeah, you know, I met the dude that made the. Tupac uh hologram at Coachella at ACL last year. Like right. and they're oh they're gonna be there too. Matt was asking about you. Uh Jason I'm was asking so about happy, you. Dude. So but it's it's like you just have to take those and it's not those opportunities where like you bump into some actor and you go, Oh hey, I'm doing this thing. No, you bump into the actor and you become their friend, and then you have an opportunity. And so <laughs> uh, he said I mean saying you Keep need going. to net I know, I know. You uh, need to network and get friends in the market so you can offer your voice and get an opportunity. By the way, Jaime, sorry, we've been talking for quite a bit. I'm trying to get to your comments, I promise. Uh, again, for the man in the front, E-Diver, uh, he, he was asking how you how you pronounce your name earlier, but you've said it a couple times on the show, so he should know now. Um, he said, also tell him to be consistent and deliberate in the market. He wants not just anything, he said, but preaching to the wall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but it is it is true, you know, because also when you're 
putting your energy in too many things that they're not necessarily connected, then you're going to be burned out, which is what happened to you. So it's like, there's, there's definitely a benefit of having some focus, at least at the beginning. And if you're going to just focus on animation then focus on animation and try to find what are the agencies that represent voiceovers that do animation. And, you know, there are voiceover conventions. There are so many opportunities for you to network and just listen, like, the people who do this for a living, who has been doing it for 20, 30 years and learning from them. And you already have the equipment. I mean, you already have so many things on your side, having the experience, having a, a podcast. You already have a lot of things that people haven't even started yet. So use that as an opportunity to, to know that you're getting closer and closer to that goal. And then start niching and stuff, start focusing and taking those steps. Thank you so much. I, I'm, I'm listening to you and I'm, I'm putting a vision in my head right now and, and trying to not get lost in thought because, uh, I want to do, I want to have a job somewhere, meaning, you know, part-time or a gig by next year. So mm -hmm. if not the end of this year, awesome. uh, that's my goal. Mm -hmm. So I'm putting it into action. This is going to happen. Do it. Yes, we're here. And you know what? If uh, you're not too famous to be on the show, we'll have you back next year or at least before that. And mm -hmm. uh, you can challenge him about that. Or yes. if, if it's two months or now, that's fine too. But uh, mm -hmm. in general, like, uh, I think that's. <laughs> Start a GoFundMe for DJ sound effects. He said, I'll send DJ a violin to. Uh, what? But mean, uh, like, like this? Anyway, no, that's not going to happen because I'm going to have a job. So we are spending a little too long on this, but this is a great transition. Um, you also started the podcast uh, to help with your coaching. Please tell us about that. And you're obviously an amazing coach because you just uh, hopefully changed Trey's heart on something me and uh, Jaime have been trying to do for three years. I really well, hope know. so. I really, really hope so. Um, so I started a podcast that I'm going to share. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. His Venmo is at J Pineapples. This is not, that is not my Venmo. That's not a thing. That is Jaime's. Anyway. I thought so. Oh <laughs> but anyway. um, yeah, no, what I was going to say is that um, so my podcast is launching on 11 1. You know, I'm big into numbers. So 1 1 1 1. Um, and it's called Rekindle Your Light. And it is about harnessing purpose and grit and creativity in the wake of darkness. Uh, because I have gone through so many dark nights of my own soul, I feel mm. like an object that I can help a lot of people with. So I'm bringing in guests who have gone through, I mean, we all have gone through it, uh, but some people have made that the big opportunity to transition into the next big thing. So I am bringing in guests who have gone either through grief or divorce or Lost, losing a job or moving or something that initiate or to find their own inner light. So that's what I'm going after. And yeah, it connects with what I do in my coaching business, which is helping people get through that, those tough times. If they're feeling stuck, you know, getting them out of that muck, you know, getting them into action, getting them into getting things done. And I'm just connecting both of them. And eventually my plan is to even have a course around it, you know, like a digital course. Awesome. And yeah, so I'm, I'm integrating everything that I've done in my life. Finally, you know, I have done so much. So now it's time to start integrating. So that's what I'm working on. Yeah, it's crazy to think about your story. Like the, you moved from Venezuela, right? That's, did that right? Yeah. And uh, then now you're like 
living in LA doing your thing. And that's amazing. Um, but it's like, most people just hear that story where you're at now. They're not thinking about all the different struggles yeah. you had to go through to get to that point. And it's like, it's yeah, no, I am a hundred percent behind you on that one. It's like, people just don't. And pe- sometimes you don't want them to know your full story, not because you're trying to be a jerk. It's like, no, I'm, I'm a happy dude. I want people to be happy. I'm not trying to make like when somebody asked me about my son, the story is super sad. Right. So I like try not to do that. But mm. in general, I think that it's an amazing thing. And, and uh, that you want to take the podcast and move it to that place. That's an amazing thing. Um, is there any other um, with the podcast? Is there a dream or is it really just a really help with the coaching business? No, no, no. There is definitely a dream of, of even if it's just inspiring people, transforming lives, having someone listen to a story and be like, oh, she was able to do that. I'm able to do this as well. Um, being that mirror for other people community uplift each other you know there's there's all all that dream of all of us are in this together the way that i choose to do my part it's in a creative atmosphere because that's who i am i have to bring my essence of creativity into everything i do but the 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 big message here is how do we all get through life that is freaking hard and how do we help each other and how do we you know stop pretending that everything that everything is perfect so it's like you know owning it and being like yes that sucked but now this is the opportunity i have to connect to the things i want to bring in my life to make somebody else's day better to and it's an everyday battle you know yesterday i was depressed you know, and I was like, what am I doing? Is this even a thing? And then I'm like, today I'm like, come on, girl, get up. Come on, enough. You got your moment to be, Mm-mm. okay, now it's Monday. It's time to make things happen, you know. And we giving myself permission to feel the feelings when I feel them and telling people about it. And it's like, yeah, I, I, I'm not always this happy-go-lucky person. I, always, I also go through the same shit that you guys are going through, you know. <laughs> But I just decide to do something with it and I decide to move through and keep going. You know, it's about the next, the next baby step. That's amazing. And uh, this transition is great to our next part. This is your time where you want to plug whatever you want to plug, which obviously is tell people about the podcast. Uh, We'll give you a screen by yourself. Tell people how to find you, where to go, what they can do to support you and all of that stuff. It's been so fun to talk to you, but uh, we're almost done here. Uh, Go for it. Thank you guys. Oh, so my, get, you get to get a full screen. Sorry. Trey's going to hook um, you up. Sorry. I meant, also been I meant, mute for the past 60 seconds, apparently. Oh, it's all good. <laughs> I was, yeah, I was waiting for Trey to say something and he was, he just, I was, but it's okay. Anyway, three, two, one year ago. Oh, well, thank you guys. Uh, you can find me on rekindleyourlight.com. That is my website. And it's also the name of my podcast. My podcast, you can find it on Apple or Spotify at the moment. And on Instagram, you can find it under my name. So it's simply eDiver. I'm the only eDiver in the world. So it's very easy to find me. I offer one-on-one coaching services. I also do group coaching. And I eventually plan to do workshops. And like I said, a course also is in the works. So if you have any questions about how to work with me, then that's the best way to find me in one of those social media places or send me a message directly on my website and we can work together. Perfect. That is is amazing. Um, And uh, it's that time, Trey. 
I feel like I did the same thing earlier. Uh, That doesn't work. Um, Let me think of something better. It's about that time. It's about that time, Trey. It's time for a freaking rap. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So what I'm going to do, Edibers, I'm going to make up a rap song about all we talked about. Um, Or I can tell a story, whatever you want me to do. What would you like me to do today? Oh, no, I won the rap. All right. right. Well, the rap would have been a story about whatever you wanted me to tell a story about. But yes, I will tell a story about everything we talked about. So, um, is there any words you'd like me to add? No, no. I want you to do your thing. So, we talked about feelings, voice acting, acting, voiceovers, uh, depression. Um, I know. I was here. I was Venezuela, Venezuela. 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 We talked about New York. We talked about Florida. Talked about LA. Um, yeah. Boom. That's awesome. I'll make I it hope happen. for you. If you're in the comments and you're not trying to do ads, make sure you add in, um, put in some uh, words in the comments. Or if you're trying to do ads, I'll do those too. Um, put in some words and I'll um, add those into the wrap. So there you go. Uh, Trey, when you're ready. Yes. Oh, so uh, ask her if she has a rap thing. name. Yeah. One last thing. Do you have a nickname that you used to go by, or a stage name that you have now, or something you would like for us to create for you, or we can just use your name? My mom. My mom only calls me Vita, which is like Vita, Vita like like life Vita, which is like my nickname for her. But she's the only person in the world who calls me that. So, so you can't see Vita. Vita. V I T A. What'd you say, Jason? You can't use that. It's your mom's thing. You can't turn it into <laughs> for a rap song. Uh, okay. Well, give me something else then. If she I has an awesome name. Just do MC Edibra. See, I even said it wrong. See, this is why I do this. And Jason talks. Anyway. Trey, Jaime also says we should use Vita. All right, sweet. Let's get into it. She gave it to you. Well, yeah, but no, we've already been through this, Jaime. Uh, sweet. Let's get it. <laughs> yo, 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 it's DJ Sound Effects, Scout for Summers, and MC Diver on the mic. Let's get it. Oh, no. And now I see, oh, E-Diver's killing herself on TV again, bro. It's like the 50th time I saw this week. I'm not really sure if we have to speak to her. Is she having a bad day? Does she need to smile, hey, and do the things that we couldn't break away? But that's okay. She got some podcast for that. You could talk to her and get back and react. It's only gonna be if we never really see. She did commercials like Yesery. You could be, hey, only if you never go. Now you're sitting back like this. We could ever glow. And she was on criminal minds, but bombing on the borders. Only if I couldn't make it down. Here's your order. Yes, I would like a guacamole sandwich. Only if I can't rap, react, fact, and that's this. Now I gotta get it down. You can say this. I could be on an atlas trying to rap this. Only if I go down. I only practice in my bedroom all the time. Cause I'm acting Rapping is what I'm talking about Only if I be Sometimes I'm looking crazy Little crazy be Only if I knew that I could never go And then I go On my cool microphone Yes I am a rapper bro But now you can't see it all You want me breaking 
down like the simple little stall. We get it because we never go. And I know sometimes I can think it, though. She was in New York eating pizza like, oh, bro. Then she moved to L.A., got some broccoli pizza. And like, hey, she can make what? it down if you never say. But you never get it gone. It only works if you watch that movie a thousand times, bro, like me. Only if I'm talking inside out. And only if I can't pick this rhyme out. And now I go through because I never do. And I know Jaime says bye because he doesn't want to say with us, dude. And only if I can't pretend. Yes, he's so big on that thing again. And I know what I am seeing. I can break it down with Vita. Her mom only calls it. I'm sorry, senorita. Only if I can't break it down. And if I gotta feel my whole life right now. Gotta get it gone through. I think it's so cool. You came from Venezuela and now you're doing all these amazing things, dude. Ooh, even though you can't talk about it. Sometimes I understand that I can't rap about it. And if I never see, I'm gonna hang out with Sasquatch this weekend. If I can't break it down and I stop any beat boxes which is so darn cool it's what i do because i'm trying to make it down at ooh uh and yes i love that coaching thing trying to get trey to finally do some voice boxing thing yes and only if we can't go down breathe right now because i turn it up now oh but now it's only bigger because you never see it all i knew that i ripped in with the simple living with y'all ooh but now she get what she do she got the podcast you should check it out dude it comes out 11 1 2023 knew that i could rap like this only if i ever see ha ha but now i get it gone right only if we sit upon the things that we can fight oh he did leave now we got zero viewers bro that's sad only if i gotta cry oh, well. oh it's okay because we're still rapping today and we do what we were doing any other day but hey i guess we're done with this rap song is there anything else i could say to make it rap along <laughs> You guys I hope you enjoyed that. Good. Oh my goodness, I can't stop smiling. And I mean, you are, Jason. You're amazing. And Thank you so much. You, dude. You have that natural voice. You are already playing with sounds and make it. Your voice was completely different when you introduced me. I'm like, see, you. Well, that was a voice changer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was I a was voice like, changer. He can oh, do no. that. He can do that. I, but I, I can't change my voice. But oh no, it's so good. No, I'm so can, sorry. No, but you can totally go to that lower. Yeah, he can. I can tell. Yeah, yeah and the sound. Do it. I mean, do it real quick. Yo, 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 yo! It's DJ Sound Effects. Scout the psalmist and he diver on the mic. Let's get it. Yeah, there you go. Well, that'll work. There you go. Yeah, he's super talented. It's I'm sorry, that was perfect because I think that's the only moment we've had. We've had a couple of people that were our voiceovers on the show. No uh -huh. one's, they knew immediately when it was, but you mentioned it. And I was like, wait, no, that was, that was voice mod pro. It wasn't me. <laughs> See, I had no idea. I had no idea because I'm like, well, you're capable of doing it obviously. So yeah. yeah. Thank you. I, I really appreciate that though. That, that means a lot to me. Cause I, uh, I, Growing up, I used to do a lot of, you know, sound effects and annoying stuff, but now it's translated into actual, like, things that I can do instead of it just being yeah. some tick or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a big thing. Y'all were saying, it's like, those things just take practice. Just doing it yeah. all the time, your car, making it happen. Mm -hmm. you've been such an amazing guest thank you so much for coming on today um i i really hope you can come on again um i guess soon would be great but that's probably not going to happen just with everyone's schedule but um i thank i can't wait guys. to have you back on the show it's going to be an awesome mm -hmm. time we definitely thank have more to talk about because we didn't even touch the surface which i think is awesome so 
Yeah, yeah. Well, this was a pleasure and so much fun. And you guys just make it really, really enjoyable. So thank you for letting me be a part of it, you know, and, and I wish you success and keep growing and keep doing your thing. You're both really special. So just just show wow. that keep showing the world. I appreciate that so much. Jason, who are our sponsors today? Um, well, we have uh, Jason, uh, Jason Riley of the Scout of Solace Company. No, He's amazing. If it wasn't for him. It. None of the show would be able to happen. The time that he spends, um, you know, making trailers. Actually, good. Um, we have a new sponsor, and it's I can only play so much of that because who knows how <laughs> um fine tray. If you're looking for a new website, make sure you go over and look at nomadweb.design. Go to our website, flowshoe.com. You'll see the great place where you can actually get those amazing websites. That's where we got ours made. You can do that. Um, any other things? We don't really have any other sponsors other than us. Oh, hey, Rico. if you're looking for, if you're, uh, yeah, if you want a cool graphics like what we have here, go to our friend El Rico at Boss Visuals. You just ask us, we'll send you straight to him. Also, hey, if you're in San and you're Austin this weekend and going to ACL, um, and you have kids, come over to the kiddies, uh, the kitty section and come say hi to us. Also, me and uh, Trey, uh, or just me, we do birthday parties and all those kind of things. So please let or us know. Or just if Jason. Yeah, or Trey. If you really want to pay extra for Trey, we'll get him there. Um, <laughs> it's a it's a very high upgrade, but it's a it's the it's in the it's in the package. So um but thank you so much a diver stay on the phone uh, stay on the phone stay on the line after we finish the show um because we, we want to talk to you and thank you again uh not on the show even though last week trey i definitely forgot and i did the whole thing uh without ever ending the stream so yeah what do you so mean? i i thanked the people for being on the show like i ended the show and then i forgot to end the show so i did the outro but i didn't press in stream so all the things what I would said you do to without them, me, Jason, I don't understand how I live my life without you producing it. So, um, <laughs> but anyways, stay on the line, talk later, but now it is the time, which I'm looking forward to so much, um, is you, we're playing a wonderful thing called, um, it is our closing bit and it is called therapist time where you get to be traced their therapist and you get to help him with some of his issues. And, um, if you get three questions, any help, you can always just call your good friend Jason or Scout, and I'll gladly help. Uh, and make me anything. Yeah, you're going to make up facts about his life, what you know about him now, and ask him some questions. Go for it. Yes, Trey, I, I hear you. I can understand how this can be so difficult for you, but, you know, why do you lie to eat turtles? Well, uh, honestly, <clears throat> when I was little my big toe was bit off by a turtle Ooh. and ever since i was little i i've been afraid of turtles but recently i found this thing called turtle soup and i don't know what it's this thing where i just want to get back at nature for wronging me and taking my big toe from me so you know what turtles are going to eat me i'm just going to eat them you know, but that is such a way to see life as a place for revenge. And, you know, this is kind of similar to that incident that you told me when you were a kid and you decided to put a little a little baby inside of a washer. You know, that, that was revenge. <laughs> so so there, there's been a conspiracy going on around where I did that. 
The real story is that it was a Cabbage Patch Kid because it was very dirty. And I had to get um, vomit stains from out of it, not from me, but from my sister because she had uh, food poisoning um, from a White Castle. And so it was all over the beanie, or the beanie maybe, the, the Cabbage Patch Kid. Mm -hmm. I needed to throw it into the washer, but for some reason, somebody was recording me through my house and they thought they that i threw a toddler into the washer so this this comes from me don't hear it from anybody else because they're all okay. lying okay that makes me feel better but you did ate 100 white castle burgers didn't you 100. <laughs> i've probably eaten that I was, in my lifetime uh, nope i was there for that oh, day tree oh at once yeah. <laughs> i was there it was well, I had to have I had to have help. My my sister had to eat some. I might have eaten eighty at least, but I mean, you know, I, I'm sorry. Okay, How, White Castle's a White Castle's good. Have you ever had White Castle? Actually, yes. I enjoy White Castle. I don't know if she's lying or not. <laughs> <laughs> She's just actually, yes. <laughs> like inside, she doesn't even eat meat. She's just like, they have veggie burgers. <laughs> oh, Lord, you would not want a veggie burger for my castle. <laughs> They're not bad. They're not bad. Oh, oh my God. That was beautiful. Oh, thank you so much, guys, for being on the show. Um, thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you like and subscribe. Well, the show will be up on everywhere you can find podcasts on Spotify, everywhere tomorrow. Please go listen to it. Um, we listen to this over and over again. We also are on YouTube. You can watch us live. If you're listening to us on the on the actual podcast and go, man, I want to be a part of this. Every Monday at 5 p.m. CST, we do the show live on Facebook, on YouTube, and on Twitch. So please just go at flows for you, the number four, the letter U, and join us because we want you to be a part of this awesome time. You're amazing. Thank you so much. And yes, that is Spanky. Um, and what I hope you have a great and amazing day. Uh, Miss Professor Ethiber, thank you so much for giving me, giving me that amazing therapy session. I had a lot of laughs. I think you had really enjoyed yourself on the show. We can't wait to have you back. Um, but please stay on afterwards for just a, a quick moment where we'd love to just thank you even more offline. But, sure. um, but yeah, so thank you guys. Awesome. Thank you. The pleasure was mine. <laughs> All right, Jason, you ready? Yep. Flows for you flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. We love you guys. Take care. Have a good night. And remember, don't let those pesky bed bugs bite. Take care guys. See you. Remember they're tight. Wait, no. Are you looking for a different kind of podcast? How about informative and clean? It will make you laugh. Scout and Trey, yeah, that's what we do. We got a little funny thing keeping it true. Hey, we take your topics and all your ideas and bring in a guest and we answer them there. Then we make a freestyle rap and do it for you. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, that's what we do. Yep, flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you. Flows for you. This is what we do now. This is what we do. Say flows for you. Fl